Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. We're continuing to celebrate the best audiobooks of 2022. I'm Robin Witten, editor of Audiophile, and in today's special episode, we're featuring the best children and family listening of the year. These audiobooks include moving stories, fascinating orchestral productions, and fantasy adventures. And we have a special guest, narrator Brian Nishi, who will talk with us today about one of this year's most intriguing titles. But first, here are Audiophile's 2022 selections for best audiobooks in children and family listening. A Different Pond by Bao Fi, read by the author. A is for oboe, the orchestra's alphabet by Laura Auerbach and Marilyn Nelson, read by Thomas Kostoff. Eyes That Speak to the Stars, by Joanna Ho, read by Justin Chen. The Last Mapmaker, by Christina Sutornvat, read by Sura Su. Winnie the Pooh, by A.A. A. Milne, read by Barbara Rosenblatt. And How Do You Live? by Genzebro Yoshino, translated by Bruno Navaski, with a foreword by Neil Gaiman, and read by Brian Nishi. Welcome to the podcast, Brian, and congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is very fun to have you talking to us about how do you live, because it's such an unusual story. It has a regular storyline about a boy, but it's intertwined with such wonderful life lessons. So, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the audiobook and how the story flows, the themes? Sure. You know, because uh, the, the plot of the story is is kind of not thin, but it, it not a whole lot happens. I guess I would say that this book is about surviving adolescence. <laughs> Very good. Absolutely. I think it really is about surviving adolescence. I mean, we follow this uh, boy named Junichi Honda, or Honda Junichi, it depends on how you're looking at it, and him and his friends, and they're kind of surviving junior high school, which 
you know, junior high is just a very tricky time in our lives, isn't it? It's it's a it's beauty where we're going through a lot in our lives, where we're adjusting to 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 more adult themes in our life. And so we watch him and his friends sort of navigate this coming of age. There are threads or themes of bullying at school that they have to navigate and work around. So we, we just kind of watch him, you know, a few sort of incidents here and there, getting over it. And we kind of, you know, just watch him come of age. But it's all kind of traveled through the lens of his relationship with his uncle. By the way, Junichi Honda, his nickname is is Copper, and uh, it's a it's a nickname that his uncle basically gave him after a huge discussion about the astronomer Copernicus. And so it's 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 this fascinating story where we see a lot of interaction between him and his uncle. And I have to preface it by saying that it, Copper lost his father uh, at a young age, and so he lives with his mother and his mother's uh, brother lives nearby and so he has this great relationship with this uncle and this uncle is this is this really interesting very sort of calm kind of person who's very philosophical and he has these conversations with copper and he also has these huge essays that he that he writes in a in a diary with the intent to give to him and so there's kind of like this back and forth that happens through the narrative but then also through these sort of diary entries we kind of watch Copper come to adulthood, um, exploring these huge ideas through this device of, of the uncle. Um, and they, they explore science and economics and sociology and poverty and human suffering and human kindness. And they explore all these themes. And it's a really wonderful book. Well, it sounds so interesting because it's mixed with these sequences of his life in junior high, you know, and the bullies and, you know, hanging out with his friends. And it was so surprising and interesting. And as I I learned a little bit more about it, it, you know, the book is considered a Japanese classic published in 1937, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And this is the first time that it's been translated into English with the new translation. Right. That sets a particular challenge, I would think, for you, how to kind of think about this older title and to bring it to a young contemporary audience. How did you deal with that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Yeah, uh, you know... 
I mean, there's not much I can do, really, isn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm reading these. I'm reading the words, right? right. So, so clearly, the our translator did did a really fantastic um, job bringing this old classic text to to life. You know, I I think I would you know do my best to bring my imagination. You know, I mean, the '30s. I mean, I I, I can only imagine from imagery that I've seen of what you know pre-war Japan really was. I mean, it was thriving at you know, everything was made of wood, right? <laughs> like you try and bring these kinds of imagination into the into the reading and, and to sort of convey the atmosphere and, and the energy of the time. I think the the listener would hopefully easily kind of transpose themselves into this era and and kind of enjoy the story as as it unfolds. Because the crux of the story has nothing to do with the time, right? It's right, it's about right. us. It's about us as human beings, sort of reflecting on the wonderfulness and the greatness of life, and so, and yeah. trying to figure out these things while the same old, same old <laughs> things going on in junior high of bullying in school was going on then. Yeah. A totally different culture. And here, you know, unfortunately, it still is. So it has that universality. There is a universality, isn't it? Like whether you're being bullied by the rough judo kids, you know, in, in the schoolyard or or like whether you're being bullied by the cool kids on social media, it's still like a form of being being bullied. Yeah. And you know, how do you deal yeah. with that? Right. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, trying um, to understand the meaning of life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's funny the, the the recent translation thing is fantastic that this got recently translated. And apparently, as I too am looking um, sort of at this at this novel and and the information about it, is that this was Hayao Miyazaki's favorite novel growing up, and and so therefore uh, it is being turned into an anime film, which he's still working on right now. Right. Um, you know the famed Ghibli director. And I just looked right now, and I think it's it's. It's purportedly or or rumored to be released next year, so it's it's nearing completion, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing that. Well, I think uh, that would be for listeners now to now that that you know it's been released about this film, mm -hmm. and he has such a following for his films that you know to try to understand it, and then as I was listening now to how do you live i was thinking oh this is going to be so interesting in an animated film and you know what is that going to be like yeah i, I read like that, that it, it's not it's not going to really follow it, there's going to be i think a lot of um dramatic and fantasy kind of things i mean clearly it's it's going to be a different beast than than this actual book because this book is is so philosophical right um and it's uh, it's going to be very hard to bring that to life i think but um I'm, nevertheless i'm i'm looking forward to it well that's true and of course you've done audiobooks in many genres including a lot of philosophy and nonfiction mm -hmm. and so this combination of how do you live, which is aimed at much younger listeners, mm -hmm. did you have to kind of adjust that? Because, of course, you're tuned into adult philosophy, I would think, because you have done other audiobooks. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that tone kind of happens naturally in how the uncle relates to, to Copper. Hmm. The, the uncle's voice is, is very, it's very endearing. It's it's someone you you kind of gravitate to to look up to, you know. Mm. I mean, because he has su such these wonderful words of wisdom 
and the way he explains things, you know, he whether he's talking about Newton and the, and the law of gravity or, or Napoleon and, and what makes a leader great and not to look at someone's accomplishments, but also their flaws and to understand the moment in time that that person is living and, and what that person brings to that to that current of time. But he explains it in such a way that that it makes you want to to, to listen. Like as as I was sort of living the the, the breath and the and the and the voice of this uncle like in the same moment, I also could feel my younger self looking up to this uncle and and listening and soaking in everything that he was saying, right? Um, yeah. um, to to come to the conclusion to ask ourselves, you know, how how are we going to choose to to live our lives? Right. Well, I think that certainly is what stayed with me about it that this sense of timelessness, and yet. What you did with the narration really, I think, connects with any adult listeners, any parents who might be listening along with a younger child or, you know, someone. It's just a it really has a, a, a great universality. And yeah. I don't know if there's anything else that, you know, really sticks out for you that stayed with you long after you had uh, recorded it. Well, I, I just love the sort of, like you said, you know, we, we, we hit this philosophy from the uncle's perspective, but then we also we also live the sort of narrative of his life, right? So, so for example, you know, we see him reaching out to a classmate who doesn't come to school and he's worried. Um, and it turns out that the classmate is not sick or anything, but has to work at, at his family's business which is mm. um, um, making fried tofu and he can't come to school because the family is in trouble. They need to, they need to keep the business afloat. And, and so he goes to visit and he sees this classmate who's, who's much poor, right. Who's getting teased at school because he eats fried tofu every day. Right. And, and he, so, but he goes and he, and he just has this wonderful day with him at his shop. And then the next scene, we see him visiting his, one of his other good friends who's super rich. Right. And he lives in this huge mansion. And then meanwhile, so we see him interacting with his poor friend and then his rich friend and then sort of, you know, experiencing that that friendship and, and what he gains out of it. And meanwhile, we're seeing um, the uncle philosophize with him about about poverty, about money, about all the cogs in the wheel of of mm -hmm. of this socioeconomic construct that we live in. And so it's it's just fascinating to see sort of both sides to, you know, absorb the importance of having an awareness, you know, of right. all of that. So, so yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it, it really stayed with me, you know? Yeah. Well, I would think so. And I think this is a great example of the kind of audiobook that, you know, you're going on a car trip with your family and your parents are listening. And, you know, it sparks a conversation, which is sometimes hard to create with young teens who, you know, there mm -hmm. might be a lot to say here. In fact, I, I think there would be. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I I rarely listen to my own work, right? I'm I'm, I'm on to the next thing, and I, <laughs> I, I, you know, like most actors, we don't we don't really like to see our own work because you're you're your worst critic, and you're like, oh, that is terrible. I can do that. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't I don't really listen to my my own work after I do it. But 
but I think this is one thing that I that I should put on our list and and listen on, on a road trip, like you said, with my kids, because I think they would get a lot out of it. You know? Well, there's there's a lot to talk about after you've listened to part of that, and uh, you do a really wonderful job. So, thank you again so much for joining us today, Brian, and congratulations on having one of your audiobooks on our best uh, audiobooks of 2022. Well, thank you very much. I'm very honored and uh, thank you for inviting me and um, it was wonderful chatting with you. Great, thanks. We've been talking with Brian Nishi about How Do You Live by Genzabro Yoshino, translated by Bruno Navaski, with a foreword by Neil Gaiman. Keep listening for more conversations with narrators about our 2022 best audiobooks and visit our website, audiophilemagazine.com, for the full list of these great audiobooks. Will Seeking Justice Lead to Your Own Demise? Today's episode of Behind the Mic is brought to you by Oasis Audio, publisher of Beneath His Silence, a Gothic-style Regency romance from promising young author Hannah Linder, narrated by Anne Flosnick. It's available now. I'm Robin Witten. Thank you for listening.